Have you ever said to yourself, it's so loud in here, I cannot think? Today's process is this. Commerce and connections will kill your creativity if you let them. Sit back, relax, let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, online entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. Because this place is filled with monsters and bandits, here comes your first warning. Although I am a lawyer, this podcast is not for legal advice. If you work with me, you must have a signed agreement. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. All right, let's enter the understory. Remember, admission is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. Today's episode is 134. 134 connections and create or connections and commerce will kill your creativity if you let it. So uh, I like Star Wars. I feel like I feel like the Star Wars movies have sort of like a diminishing returns over time though like the first three were the best and then as time continued they just kind of got worse and worse and worse and even though the the later ones were more more processed right like processed food even the one they were more like they just more dialed in the return that you would that i got from it was less a couple reasons one i'm older when you're 16 years old or how old was i when so no 79 when you're seven um star wars came out in 79 so i was seven when you're seven years old and you have no idea and there's like no content because you're in North Dakota, you're like, oh, my God, that's the most amazing thing ever I've ever seen. And then obviously I'm 47, almost 48. Uh, you know, the impact of entertainment decreases over time. So um, but I'm a Star Wars person. I like Star Wars, but I also like Star Trek. Now, that doesn't have to mean that you have to have. Um, you can actually have two competing uh, science fiction genres in your heart at the same time. You can be both a Vulcan and a human. You can be both uh, an admirer of Lord Vader's uh, Lord Vader's Iron Fist and Luke Skywalker's plucky resistance. Right? You can you can hold conflicting views in your head all the time. We do it. It's called cognitive dissonance. Uh, so, but anyway, so I don't understand why there, this has to be. You have to be either a Star Wars person or a Star Trek person. It seems to me to be a false choice, much like you have to be a Republican or a Democrat. Uh, false choice. Anyways, but, you know, but that one's for free. It's not a political podcast, even though I like to dance around it sometimes. Um, so anyways, so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Star Trek today. So if you're a Star Trek person, awesome. If you're a Star Wars person, just bear with me and then then just be like a two-minute story. And if you're neither of those, not science fiction, then still bear with me. Two-minute story. And then we're going to get into the meat today about your creativity as an entrepreneur. So... In Star Trek, they had this really cool thing called the holodeck. And the concept of the holodeck was, was that you would you could create anything that you wanted to. It was sort of like if you're a comic comic book person, it's the it's the um, is it the danger room in the X-Men? Can't remember what that place is called. Similar idea where you had just a big room where you could create the computer would create holograms for you and then you could interact with the holograms and you could create whatever you wanted. It was only you were unlimited by your imagination. So there was all, you know, basically I think what it was whenever they started to run out of ideas for an episode, they'd be like, let's uh, let's drink some cocktails and gin fizzes and let's do another hologram episode, I guess, because we can create whatever we want and go back into the 30s and have Picard. You know, go into a speakeasy. Picard in a speakeasy, amazing. And then they would just write an episode, right? Um, so 
And I think I don't think they had the hologram on the original Star Wars. I think that was in the next generation. And in any event, so the thing about that was really cool about that was that you could literally train. So from um, from a military side, you could train in any any sort of event you want. You'd be like, all right, three of us are outnumbered, sixty to three. We'll go. What do we do? Or you could do, you know, you could kind of interact with things. To, to solve like a science problem. Well, let's kind of do this experiment and see how this would work out in, in this situation. And you could simulate everything. It's basically a simulator, right? And you were, it's, if you really think about it, that's sort of what your brain is. Your brain is, is a holograph because it, or is a, is a, it's a holograph, not a holograph. What is it? The holodeck, holodeck is that your brain inside your head creates avatars and then runs them through things. And there's no limit inside the space of your, your noggin, inside the space of your head, about what you can create. So you can actually run through scenarios in your head to the best that your, your horsepower is, to the capacity that you have, and you can try out different things to see how they're gonna work, and then you can like kill yourself off if it doesn't work, right? You're like, oh, that didn't work, right? So if you wanted to game, this is visualization, you wanna just game plan, different you know like sport sports guys do all the time is that they just envision you know like a kicker in the nfl he just envisions kicking the kick over and over and over again making the kick making the kick making the kick so that when he gets extra reps in and those reps don't take any they take a very small amount of time and they take a very small amount of energy but he still gets or she i guess that could be a female kicker still gets the reps and the other thing about it, too, is that what you can do is that you can create situations that don't happen very often. And an NFL kicker is a great example of that. An NFL kicker, maybe like three times a year, has the opportunity to win the game. An NFL kicker only once a year may have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl game, unless you're Adam Benetieri and just play for 100 years. Um, you know, they're going to be wheeling Adam Benetieri out there, you know, on crutches. He's going to, you know, he's going to have like one leg. He's going to kick it with one leg, go lean on a crutch. But... those experiences don't happen organically, right? Very often. And so, but what you can do is it's just like a little kid in the backyard and you're, you're playing, you're hitting home run bottom of the ninth. Um, You can create any stressful situation in your brain, just like a holodeck and you can run yourself through it and you can get reps that way. Now, but a really interesting, and that's basically dreaming. Okay. You're just dreaming like when you're a little kid or when you're an adult, like, how am I going to handle this? And if you don't do that, um, you should try because it's a really inexpensive way to learn lessons, to get reps into situations that don't happen very often. But here's the problem. The holodeck of your brain uh, is not like the holodeck in the Star Trek um Star Trek ships, right? And the reason is because it's in your head and your head is the only stimulus that's acting upon you is not just you, it's your whole life. So when you have your business or your nine to five or you're working in the gig economy, that has fires that pop up that draw your focus. It's like when a super hot girl comes as a, as a background player in LA, they don't like to get, you'll notice that then when they cast back extras in, in, um, in sitcoms or dramas or whatever, is that they're good looking, but they're not too good looking because they don't want to pull focus. They don't want to pull focus away from the actors. I learned that because my wife could never get cast in background because she was just too hot. Um, and uh, so it pulls focus, okay? Your focus is always being pulled by your business, always. And the same thing with your connections, especially if you have kids. You, everyone in your family, from your wife to your four, to me, like my wife, to my four-year-old, to my two-year-old, to my dog, my blind dog, Willie, they all have an agenda that they need assistance with, right? It's called having a family. And so they come, they come to me um, for that help, right? I go to them for different things, of course. But when, 
when I'm trying to figure out what it is exactly that I'm going to do, uh, you, you can lose the ability of that hollow deck in your head. And that's one of the biggest assets that you have is your imagination. And that's creativity. And your creativity gets killed by everything, right? It's really weird. Like your creative muscle, everything impacts your creative muscle because it's, it's a creation and like art especially is sublime. But sublime is um, another word for sublime, not another word, but a way to, the word sublime itself is subtle. It's, it's creation. It's the, the creative process is subtle. Like, sure, I'm sure, yes, you can go in there and you can be like a punk rocker and all that. But even, even with the performance of a punk rock song, the writing of the song, the inspiration from the song comes from a place of quiet. And because the universe only speaks to you in a place of quiet. And that's where creation comes from. There's, it's, there's an unlimited amount of energy in the universe. There's an unlimited amount of creation in the universe that you can draw upon if you can make yourself quiet enough to be able to do that. And um, and that's where I believe the true creation from, comes from. I, if you're not, if you don't plug yourself into that somehow, then your brain creates propaganda effectively. Your brain puts together, says, okay, we're creating something. Then your monkey brain gets in there and says, all right, we're going to create, uh, you know, whatever it is, piece of art or whatever, using what we already know. And so if you're, if you're, if you're not discovering part of the creative process and you're just doing whatever you already know, then you're just, it's kind of like propaganda. Your brain is just putting forth ideas that already, it already has discovered. It's not discovering, it's not going into uncharted territory. It's not going into the chaos of the understory and pulling out order. It's effectively just going into the order of your brain and just reordering things and saying, oh, here's a creation. And that's propaganda because your, your propaganda is you're doing art for a predetermined goal. Propaganda is you're doing art for a predetermined goal. You're, you're trying to convey a message in art. And your business is an art, your family is an art, all these things are an art. And if you can't get to a quiet place, if you can't tap into that part of the universe, then you're not, you're not moving the ball forward. And this is the, the whole point of people who feel like they're trapped in their nine to five, people who are, um, that they have a business they want to pivot from people who are being commoditized in the gig economy. You want to move the ball forward. You want to move forward, but to do that requires creation and you can't create unless you can connect. Sometimes that connection comes from your wife. Sometimes that connection comes from your kids. Sometimes that connection comes from your business and commerce, right? But it comes from a quiet place and that quiet place resides inside and the noise of everything. Cause like, look, it, it, I don't have to explain this to you. If you have kids, if you have kids that are at, at all older than the baby toddler phase, like starting to go into school, right? I have a four year old or a two year old, the amount of activities and logistics just from two, right? Um, we have Madeline who's like full board and everything. And then Lucas, we're starting to work him into some activities, right? So let's say two or one and a quarter. Okay. If you have one kid, you're running them all around, same thing. But once, as you start getting more kids and like logistics start becoming more complex, that's so noisy in your brain that that just that, just the logistics, forget about if a kid gets sick, forget about if you and your wife are having a disagreement about something, forget about if, um, you know, there's financial pressure or maybe there's a global pandemic. I don't know. Like, like forget about it. The, the, the noise, the noise from all of that creates cuts, severs the ability for you to connect with the universe. 
and it it's it like destroys the holodeck in your head. You can't recreate it because you're you're it's it's just too hard, and so your brain just pulls on stuff it already knows, and you create propaganda, and propaganda doesn't doesn't move you out of your current situation. So what's the solution then, right? Well, first of all, you have to have a bucket in your head. You have to have a mind map for that idea. Like if this is the first time you've ever even heard of that idea, then this is step one is that, that you have to have a mind map in your head. And so what's a mind map? Well, I talk about commerce connections and creation. So I'm not the first human being to ever put those buckets together. I just use, I'm, I'm the only one that I'm aware of that says commerce creations and connect or commerce connections and creations, right? And that's like in my book, that's how I speak about it. I create a map for your brain to be like this bucket, this bucket, this bucket. They're all part of the same process, but you have to be able to have buckets to be able to move things around and think about them and be able to engage them. Right. So the bucket in your head is uh, I don't want to use holodeck. Right. Because that's. I don't know, it's kind of nerdy, right? But it's, I think of it in terms of the understory is that you you have a clearing that you create. So the boundary in your head that is a safe place, that is a quiet place, that a place that you can stand with power, that a place where you are connected to your family, the place that where you are connected to your commerce, a place that, that where creation happens is there's a clearing in your head, a clearing in the understory, and that's where you can build um, the keep, which is your commerce, right? So I'm still tinkering with that. I don't know the the commerce keep if it's going to be that's what it's going to be which is quote your business it's, it's, it hasn't come to me yet. it hasn't come out of the understory to me out of creation but what has come to me is that the sense and the idea of a clearing so like you can meditate yourself and envision yourself in a clearing um and and you can be in a quiet place but the but your your business can still your commerce can still come into you you're clearing and be noisy you can try to meditate in that place and then the argument you had with your wife can still come into you and and infringe upon that clearing so there's there's an interior work that has to be done which is all right i'm creating this place called a clearing that i have a safe place to just sit and when i'm there i'm not going to worry about anything else and that seems so simple like that's like the simplest thing in the history of time to think about but it's not simple the reason why it's not simple is because your your monkey brain must have order your monkey brain wants to run from pain and if there's stuff that you're fearful of, your monkey brain wants to jump up and down about it. Be like, you need to think about this over here because it's fearful and we need to fix it. And that kills creativity because the only way that you can, your monkey brain knows how to fix things is with, with what it already knows. And most of the problems that you have are else you can't solve with your current level of consciousness. Your commerce consciousness that you have cannot solve your current commerce problem. Your current connections consciousness that you have cannot solve your connections problem. And what I'm working on with you right now is your creative consciousness. I'm trying to expand the idea of your creative consciousness. Like, look, it's an actual place inside your head that you need to one, identify and two, learn as a skill is how to expand to give yourself more creative power. It's the ultimate conclusion of my value letter. It's the, it's the end point to where I take everyone is to the clearing. I don't make the clearing for them. They make the clearing for them, whatever that means for them. But the, the mission statement, my sacred mission is I help male entrepreneurs move toward their creative power. That's my mission statement. It was revealed to me. I discovered it. 
I didn't just make it up. It was, I found it in connection with the universe. Now, if that seems too crazy for you, great. If that's too woohoo for you, then we'll just say it is a, if you want to get super rational, you can just be like, <clears throat> it is the, it is the highest utility mission that I identified with my skill sets, my mindsets, the environment that I'm in and the type of people I wish to serve. Through my process, that's what I identified. It doesn't have to be woohoo at all. That's the most rational explanation. It's a combination of both, just so you know. But you, if you don't, too woohoo out there for you, don't worry about it. Stick to there. Stick to just the rational. And so um, that's a weird thing for a lawyer to say. Like, what? You're doing what? And when you explain it to people, if you just come out and say that, you say, well, what, what, when do the documents come into play? Well, the documents are part of the process. The legal, the legal work that I do is a result of that taking you through that process. I basically create my own clients and I utilize, it's a combination of the two things. It's a program, right? It's, it's, it's a service, which is the legal service of trust and estates, intellectual property, business consulting, business formation and protection. Okay. Those three are the service, right? But the products are the book, the course, the coaching, set one, set two, set three, planned growth experience, which is an actual experience. And all of those things together help you explode exponentially through your commerce, through your business. I'm not a, I'm not a relationship coach. There's three areas in online marketing, which is wealth, health, and relationships. I don't, health is, I get, I farm that out. I've got a coach for that, okay? I'm in the wealth space, which is I, I help entrepreneurs move towards their creative power, which helps make them more wealthy because they grow their business and they grow it quickly and they grow it in a way that's sustainable and that they like. So they'll keep working on it, they won't burn out. But the way that I do that is that is I, I come from the creation side and the connection side. and because your commerce consciousness can't solve your commerce problem. So we go to, the, to learn the lessons and connections and we go to learn the lessons in your creations. And all of those three things together create the process and they start to feed on each process. They start to feed on each other and it becomes a flywheel and goes exponential growth much faster. But you can't really explain that to someone in a legal intake. If you were to come to me, you would be in the wrong. For, if you wanted a trust and estates plan for your family, for when you pass away, what happens when you pass away, and you came to me and you said, I want to get a trust and estates plan, I would try to explain this to you, and you'd be like, uh, this person's a crazy person. So I don't I don't meet people there. I meet people where they are, and where they, the first place to meet people are guys trapped in a 9 to 5 and want to get out. I, I happen to have some institutional knowledge about that because I've accomplished it. And I can start an education bridge and be like, look, your commerce consciousness can't solve your problem. That's why you haven't solved it yet. If you're stuck in a nine to five right now and you've known that you, it's this, if you just decided today that you, that you are stuck in a nine to five and you want to get out and you're listening to this podcast, then this may not resonate. This next sentence may not resonate with you, but if it's been any length of time at all, like 90 days, you can accomplish anything in 90 days, by the way, it's a season. It's a, anything, nature only takes nature 90 days to move from, from summer to fall. Only takes 90 days to go from fall to winter. You can accomplish anything in 90 days with the correct skill set mindset and maxing your environment. So if you've had, if you've, it's been over 90 days that you've known that you wanted to start your own business and not work for somebody else anymore and you're not there yet, it's because you're, the only reason is, is because you don't have the correct commerce consciousness. 
and the commerce consciousness that you have can't solve the problem. And you keep trying to solve it in business. You keep trying to buy a course or get a coach or some magical codex. And that's not that's not where you want to go. And even if you are successful in building a business and escaping, you will build a, the chances are extremely high that you will build a business that you don't want or don't like. Because the only purpose of the business was to escape. And then once you do escape, then you're like, oh man, I really don't, I escaped, but now I'm in a different type of prison. That's, that's not, I have no interest in helping people do that because I can very easily help you do that. I could be like, oh, you want to start a business? Great. Well, let's first, let's do the incorporation. Let's make sure you're incorporated properly or set up the LLC or whatever we're going to do. Okay. Have some intellectual property. Let's protect that. You're working on your content. Okay. And now let's do a trust in the state. So make sure that you're protected and your family's protected and, and everything's set up for you. Um, okay, great. Good luck to you. And then five years from now, you call me up and you say, God, I really hate my business. I'm making a lot of money, but I just feel trapped. I know a lot of people like that. If money is a barometer, and money is a barometer, it is a way to let you know feedback of the value that you're producing for the um, for the marketplace. If that's your only barometer, then you're in trouble. But you can you can have make a lot of money in a business that you like, and I would have you consider the possibility you're much more likely to make a lot of money in a business that you really like, serving the people you want to serve and providing the value you want to provide because you don't get tired. I don't get tired of talking about commerce connections and creations. I talk about it every day. We're on episode 134. Every day, 30 minutes. The, the, the doing the podcast isn't the, the challenge. The talking about it isn't the challenge. The, the challenge is figuring out how to present the same message over and over and over again so it gets through your thick head. Because you keep wanting to go tactical. You keep wanting to like learn some course and run out there and and just work your way out of your problem and we want to find the small hinges and move big doors but you can't find the small hinges in the noise you cannot find the small hinges in all the noise because the noise of your commerce the noise of your connections kills kills the creativity it just it short circuits the hollow deck in your brain yes i know lily you're bored that's lily the blind dog snoring it shorts the connections in your brain and it's a requirement. Your ability to go into a creative space to create a creative solution to your common problem is a requirement. I can't do it for you because your current situation is too complex. Your commerce situation is too complex. Your, your connection situation is too complex. Like for me to roll in there like as a consultant, I can do that. Like I could... One of the skills that I have is I can look at a really large data set and I can pull out, I can pull out the next action, right? And I can be like, oh, this is the pivot point here. This is this is exactly where you get the most leverage pivoting here. The challenge with that is that once I do that for you, then I'm not there anymore. So then you need me to come back and be like, okay, well then now it's this one. And then I have to come back and then it's okay, now it's this one. And that's not gonna work for either of us. It doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for you. So what's the solution? Well, the solution is, is a framework and a process to teach you that you can then discover your own framework that works for you. So that you don't have to, you don't have to buy someone else's framework and, and do it religiously to get the results because you can't recreate what someone else has created. You can't. And it's not to say that other people's courses, other people's, other people's magical codexes and other people's coaching isn't helpful. Of course it is. But you don't need to, it's really slow to try to implement all of it because 
there's a there's only a percentage of it that applies to you and the better the coach and the better the the better the course and the better the codex the higher the percentage but no percentage is 100 percent. it's just like in politics the only person that agrees with you 100 percent is you the only course codex or coaching that is perfect for you is one you create for yourself you there's some work involved in here i'm gonna take my sip of my my beverage today my beverage is orange flavored tang can you believe it so here's a here's a story with this i was getting too serious oh that's delicious one second one more drink i was getting a little parched um i like to flavor my water i know brian parody from bones to bulk says i shouldn't but i do because i drink more of it if i do that and typically i do like the miso miso sport water or whatever that has vitamins and stuff like that sometimes i'll do the miso caffeine or whatever but they were all out of the ones I liked. And then I was looking at some of the other options that were available to me and they had a tang option. Now I had tang when I was like a little kid, um, which gives you any indication of the health consciousness of my house, which was like zero when I was a kid. It was like every meal was a meat, potato and a vegetable. That's it. And a bread product of some kind, every single meal, including breakfast. And so I was like, oh, it's a blast from the past. And so I bought it and so now I have to like, drink it because it's, it's so sugary but i drink it because i don't want to throw it away and it reminds me of my youth but that one's for free that was a little side so anyway so um so the the, the thing is is that the the, the clearing that you're going to create for yourself is where you're going to create your escape framework your escape plan isn't isn't really an escape that's the other challenge too in the mindset is that you think that the answers to everything that you have is somewhere else. And so you look for them outside of your connections and you look for them outside of your commerce. And the, what I'm here to tell you is that every answer for what you need is right in front of you. No matter how bad your job is right now, there are lessons that you must learn um, from that job. That's why you're there. It's just like your house. Like you're, the universe will not let you progress to the next level of your house until you master the level that you're in. So my wife and I, when we moved into, we moved in together, we started um, our first place that we got together that one or the other one hadn't rented on their own was a one bedroom apartment. So we lived in a one bedroom and then we graduated to a two bedroom. Then we graduated to a townhome. Then we graduated to a, a house, the yard and, you know, even a fence. It's not a white picket fence, I could paint it white, but, um, but each, I can tell you that each level, I could not progress to the next level until I had mastered the level that I was at. Your job is like that. There's another level for you if you're stuck in a nine to five right now, or if you're in the gig economy, or if you have your own business, the next level of whatever it is, whatever direction that you want to go in business, you cannot reach that level until you master the level that you're at. So the solution is not to create something different and then jump ship. That's not, that's not the plan. The plan is to master where you are. Then once that's mastered, then the way opens. My friend Jordan, who is a client, but also a friend, um, who is in a mastermind that I'm in, sent me this medallion, right? And it's a stoic medallion. And it says, the, um, oops, it's on my desk. And it says, the obstacle is the way. And it's very, it's very timely that he gave that to me. And the reason is because if you want to jump ship by creating something else, then you ignore all the obstacles in the ship that you're in. 
And I would have you consider the possibility that the obstacle is the way. That once you solve all the obstacles that you have currently in your current business, once you solve all the obstacles that you have currently in your connections, whatever they are with your wife and your kids or whatever the issues are, then that's when the next level of your commerce opens, as well as the connections, like your next level with your wife and your kids, whatever. But the commerce, the next level of commerce does not open until you master those current level of commerce that you're in. And that is the core message that I want you to understand. But you can't get there unless you enter a creative space because that's that, that's counterintuitive to everything that, that you're used to. You're like, no, my job is the problem. I've got to get out of my job. I'm going to create a business to get out of my job. No. What you need to do is create a creative space to where you can start to look at your job differently, that you can actually step out of your commerce, kind of consciousness, go into a creation, creative consciousness and your clearing, and you look at it with a whole new light. And the whole new light is, is that there are a lifetime of lessons for you in whatever your commerce situation is right now. And that if you master enough of them, a next level, the next level then opens up for you. And life will keep teaching you lessons until you learn it. So, but it's incredibly slow to get there until you can open up a creative space for yourself because it's just too noisy. Connections too noisy, commerce too noisy. You have to have a place to be able to look at it more objectively and that's in your head in a clearing that is you have carved out a space for yourself that you can sit or stand in and just like think. And when your monkey brain starts to mess with you and say, but what about this? But what about this? But what about this? You're like, no, this is my space. Anything is possible here. Just like in the holodeck and Star Trek, anything is possible. So something to chew on. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you do not have a regular journal, look at the seriousness on my face. If you do not have a regular journal, for the love of God, go buy one. But for now, just take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade and draw a little square and write clearing in the middle of it and think about how can I accomplish, how can I create a place like this in my brain? And just remember, there is no end if you stay on the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together 
a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else. <laughs>